Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money and how to save money while traveling the world. And I'm actually here in beautiful Buenos Aires, Argentina, one of the most amazing and vibrant and energetic cities in South America, if not the world. And uh, we just arrived a few days ago, checked into our Airbnb, and we're staying here uh, about a couple of weeks because I actually have my big uh, Digital Nomad Mastery virtual summit next week. So make sure we register for that one at digitalnomadmastery.com. And while we're traveling, we love interviewing fellow world travelers and fellow digital nomads. And uh, I have a little cool story of how I met my guest today. His name is Will Edmund, and he's the uh, founder of Adventures with Will. And uh, I actually connected with him when we were in Valparaiso, uh, which is a coastal city in Chile. And while I was there, we were just looking on YouTube, uh, things to do in Valparaiso. And then I, I stumbled across Will's channel. And then I, you know, I reached out to him, and here we are on the interview today. So I'm going to be finding out all about Will, all about his travels, and about his YouTube channel, how to build one up, and also about his tours he runs around the world. Uh, so Will, uh, how are you doing over there today, my friend? I am doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited that you saw my video. SEO keywords work, search works. So I'm so glad that we discovered each other, and we're going to be friends after this. <laughs> We are friends already. There you go. Through the power of technology. And, uh, you know, like uh, Will was saying, uh, make sure when you're putting your YouTubes up there, put those keywords in there because I uh, had no idea who Will a few weeks ago. And now, boom, here we are doing this uh, live podcast. And, uh, you know, that, that's just the power of technology and social media to connect people. And I look forward not just to connecting through the technology, but also in person one day. Right, Will? Exactly right. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Will. Uh, so uh, to start off with, uh, you know, we'd love to get to know you a little bit better if you want to share a little bit more about yourself and your background for the people who are listening and watching today. Awesome. Okay. My name is uh, Will Edman. I am from uh, Douglasville, Texas. It's a small, very small town in East Texas. It has a booming population of 229 people. Everybody jump up and down. So yeah, it's a very small town, country town. I grew up on a farm helping my mom, dad, grandparents, you know, raise different vegetables, uh, livestock and stuff like that. And I graduated from the University of Texas at Tyler. After that, you know, I worked in corporate America for about two or three years. I kind of figured it wasn't for me. Um, this being in the office all day, you know, meetings that are unproductive. I was like, you know what? I think I should try uh, to do something on my own, you know? And I did like music events and things like that. And that was great. But then I really got into travel. Um, I've always been like a nomad growing up as a kid, like loving, like going through the, hiking through the forest, fish, finding the fishing holes. Like the, I'm an explorer, you know? And when I started taking an you know, international trip, I really started in the United States, you know, going to hitting almost all the states. I'm hitting like 35 states so far, almost half. And um, I was like, man, I want to go and travel more. I want to see the world. I know there's a bigger place out there, bigger than my town of 229 people. And, you know, I started going to Calebra, which is a small island off of Puerto Rico and Vieques, and that was beautiful. And then started meeting a, different people, you know, from different various backgrounds and cultures. And it just, it, and it, it was became, you know, it was addictive, you know, just meet new people, seeing beautiful uh, lands, uh, eating great food. And I've been doing that for about two and a half, three years, you know, taking people around the world on retreats. Uh, I have retreats called Nature Healing Retreats, where I take people and immerse them in nature. Uh, if it's in the mountains in Costa Rica, the rainforest, or if it's in New Zealand, 
um, Santiago, Chile, just different places around the world that are beautiful and people will enjoy. Because one thing about my travel excursions, I try to make them very budget friendly for people because I don't want like the people to, to break their bank, break the bank. Because whenever you know you do travel, um, you don't have to spend a lot of money on airlines, uh, tickets, and things like that. You know, so I really try to focus on group travel and you know having like a nomad experience in a group. Amazing, yeah. We're going to be definitely finding about that, and that's a great way to, you know, finance your travels by being a tour guide and, uh, you know, leading other people to travel and to see this beautiful world we all live in. Uh, but before we do that, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your own travel. So you're, you, you went from a farm boy and a small-time boy to a global world traveler. So tell us about some of the places you travel to. I know we've connected through, uh, you know, our, our, our common travels in South America, but tell us about some of your other travels in uh, the U.S., South America, and beyond. Yeah, so um, let me see. The favorite place in the U.S. that I love to travel is a small city, but Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been there before, but Asheville is absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous, like the mountains, like the the air is so crisp. And what you one unique thing about uh, Asheville, um, there's a, a, a mountain there called Mount Mitchell, which is the highest peak on the eastern board of the United States. And one cool and interesting thing about this for the viewers, if you ever go there, you would think that you're in Canada because the, the, the point there is so high. And then there's alpine trees that are, you know, the replica of the trees that are in Canada. So it gives you kind of like a Canada feel when you're in Asheville. So it's absolutely beautiful. Another city that I love, it has a lot of culture and history, is New Orleans. Uh, I love uh, Creole food, you know, the, the whole entire, you know, history of uh, the Cajun Creole people. And um, I like LA, love Los Angeles, the beach guy and things like that. So I've traveled almost all the states in the United States. And for international travel, um, uh, from New Zealand, Australia, New Zealand was absolutely beautiful. So beautiful. But New Zealand is kind of on the expensive side. It's so crazy. I went to New Zealand for $250 round trip. So everybody who's watching this, you do not wow. have to spend too much dollars to get to New Zealand. I went for $250. So New Zealand and one of the recent travels I just got you know, got back from is um, Peru. I was in Lima, Peru. And then also I was in Santiago for uh, Santiago and then Valparaiso for eight to 10 days leading a trip there. So Colombia, been to Colombia, Calabria, Vieques, Puerto Rico. Um, man, um, I'm starting to like have to remember some all the places I, I've been. So, but it, the exploring has been so great. Um, I love traveling. Can't wait to hit so many more countries next year. So, if any of my followers are watching this, uh, whenever it does post, um, I'm going to a lot of other places next year. So, for New Year's, I'm going to Turks and Caicos. Uh, I'm going to Bahia, Brazil, uh, Thailand, South Africa, Ghana, uh, Africa. So, it's going to be an amazing 2018. It is definitely going to be an amazing uh, 2018. Uh, you know, just hearing all about your travels makes me want to visit some of those places. Uh, so uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about this uh, YouTube channel. You know, that's how we connected. Tell us about the origin of Adventures of Will. Uh, what made you start up the channel and the website? Well, yeah, what made me start up Adventures of Will? I was approached a couple of months ago uh, by, uh, uh, by Travel Channel, actually. And I actually shot a pilot for them. And... I really enjoyed it. I mean, I love being in front of the camera. Um, when I was a kid, I used to take, take theater art, so I'm into acting and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love sharing my story. I love showing people, you know, travel through my eyes. So I went and 
I basically started watching Casey Neistat on YouTube. And I was like, man, I love this Casey Neistat guy. And then I started watching a YouTuber called Fun for Lewis. And I was like, I can do this. So I just started learning how to video edit three months ago on Final Cut and putting my, you know, pieces of my footage and stuff together and started sharing it on my YouTube. And now, you know, for some of my videos, I know the one I did in Denver and uh, the one I did in Valparaiso, there are like 5,000, 3,000 views and they're steady counting, you know, steady going up. So I see people, you know, are searching for those cities and send me. And one thing about, you know, myself, uh, I think I'm a great storyteller, you know, and then also my energy. I have really high energy. I'm always happy because you know what? You only live once. So try to stay positive and happy as, you know, as, as long as possible. So that's how I got started with my YouTube channel. Uh, but it basically came out of need of, uh, not, uh, out of passion for, you know, wanting to be a, a travel host. And I was like, hey, I can be my own travel host on my own channel and still make, you know, money off of it. And that, that's the cool thing about technology nowadays that uh, you don't need to wait until a company hires you or, you know, you've got a production budget. You can just, uh, you know, create a channel for free. And that's the beauty of, uh, you know, uh, the world we live in, that we can all be hosts of our own TV shows and TV channels through YouTube, literally YouTube. Uh, so uh, tell us about uh, if people wanted to start uh, their own travel video blog, the travel vlog, uh, any tips or advice you would uh, give? Uh, I know you've been doing it just in a few months, but you've already built up a successful uh, video SEOs and uh, YouTube channel. Uh, any tips or advice for newbies? Yeah, for tips and newbies, uh, I tell people, you know, whenever they're thinking about getting into YouTube, they think they have to have the expensive cameras that other big YouTube stars are already using. But the best camera is the one that you already have in your hand. I mean, if you have an iPhone, Android, Samsung, these are great technology devices to shoot your own video. Uh, and secondly is also, you know, have some type of personality when it comes to storytelling and telling your to story, you know, be as energetic as possible. Um, try to find something. If you're going to like Santiago or Lima, Peru, you know, research the area before you shoot your videos, because it's really important that you know exactly, you know, what you're talking about on camera and just, you know, whatever you do uh, start your channel, just be authentic, be you, you know, look at other things that successful people are doing on their channel, you know, watch their channel to see what works, but then, you know, put your flair and your passion on it. And then also another one, another thing that's very important, especially with YouTube and creating content is to start batching your processing in your images and your thumbnails, everything together. Had times that you, you're going to shoot, say for instance, you're going to shoot on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays will be your upload time. So that's very important to be organized with your content. Yeah, I love, I love the tip of a batching. Uh, you know, uh, that's typically what I'm doing with uh, a lot of my videos. I'm shooting a lot of videos as we travel, and then uh, you know, it gets overwhelming. So I just uh, uh, put them all on my laptop. For my, I use my phone mostly as well, and then uh, yeah, just put them on there. And usually before I sleep, like last night, boom, left it uploading, and then here I uh, was in the morning, all of them are uploaded. And then the next step is obviously titling them, putting the descriptions, and then the tags, etc. Uh, so it's, a, it's a definitely a lot of work. And, and, you know, I think one of the things that prevents people from starting their own uh, YouTube channel is the whole editing factor. Um, you know, people find it overwhelming. They don't know how to start. So tell us a little bit about editing and how people can do that well. Well, for how I started editing, I basically started with YouTube. I was on YouTube looking at YouTube videos. Um, 
think his name is Steve Nagel. I think he has a really great he has a really great YouTube channel where he does video instructions. Also, I was watching Sarah Detucci. She's from uh, Dallas, Texas. She's a big vlogger out of New York now. Uh, just watching her. Um, his channels how to you know do transitions how to edit with the music and also there's a site called skillshare.com which you know will teach you how to um, you know do video editing on uh, premiere or final cut so that's how I learned um, to, to, to edit so fast is just staying on YouTube for hours within a night and it, you know figuring it out because YouTube is the best place to learn anything if you want to build a tiny house, which right now I'm in a tiny house right now, uh, my partner and I, we own a tiny house. We're Airbnb hosts. Another thing that I could talk about is showing people how to fund their travels by just being a host on Airbnb and letting other people pay your mortgage or your uh, your rent. So that's that's how I really got into like editing videos and things like that. Awesome. Yeah, definitely use YouTube uh, to, uh, you know, learn about anything under the sun, uh, you know, everything from, like you said, those tiny homes to video editing to travel. I mean, uh, you know, when we're figuring out where to go, what to see, we use YouTube, uh, you know, sometimes I'm too lazy to read my Lonely Planet. So it's my, and uh, obviously there's much more power when you're seeing videos than uh, reading text. So some great tips there, Will. Uh, so one of the other things to do, as you mentioned earlier, is you run uh, these successful, um, you know, uh, tours around the world. Uh, so tell us about uh, how did you get into that? Uh, you know, what does it take to be an international global tour guide? Well, I got into tour uh, tours coming from in East Texas. I used to have like fishing trips, like little small fishing trips where I get group of you know uh, guys and ladies together, and we go out exploring, go to different places to fish. And I really like you know sharing that experience with people, you know, guiding people and things like that. So when I first did my first international trip, which was to it was an event I had called Camp Out, which we basically camp out on the islands, on different you know secluded islands, and we camped out on an island by the name of Vieques and Calebra, which is outside of Puerto Rico, two small islands. If people have never been there, you should go. Calebra is one of the beautiful, most beautiful beaches in the world. It's ranked number two and sometimes number three. Um, and we um, and I started, you know, taking people and people. I put up a ticket price because I've never charged that much for, you know, something. You know, I had smaller events where people pay me $25, $30. But I was like, okay, I'm going to try this and have an event where, you know, it costs five, $600. And people were like, hey, I want to go with you. You seem like you're a fun guy. I want to, you know, um, explore with you. And people started buying tickets for four, five, six hundred $600. I'm like, oh, what? So I knew I had something there. So I was like, "Will, you got to keep this going. People love to travel. People love to travel with me, and I love to be around good energy, good people." And that's how it started. You know, if anybody who wants to, you know, start a travel company, travel guide, if you love being out in nature, you love meeting people, or you're great, great to lead a tour, you can be a successful travel guide. If somebody from a town of 229 people can do it, I think a lot of other people can do it as well. So tell us about some of the the trips you've done with the with the actual group as opposed to solo travel. Uh huh. So um, recently, like I said, we were in Santiago and um, uh, Valparaiso. I've done trips in Asheville, uh, North Carolina. So I had two trips. 
I have actually three different types of trip. I have this event called Tour to Georgia, which is a wine tour. So where I take people uh, to different wine tours in North Georgia, where we explore different wines, talk about the wines, the area, mountains, and things like that. And then I have an event called Camp Out, which we go to different islands, where if it's in Puerto Rico, Calabria, Vieques, if it's like the Sapelo Islands in the eastern part of Georgia, South Carolina. So finding like different camping places where people can camp out for free or for reduced costs. Um, and my nature healing retreats, um, I'm having another one in, in the March in Costa Rica. Uh, my friend has a hundred acre farm there. All Everything is sustainable. He creates his own electricity. He gets water from the waterfall, brings it to all the homes. Um, but it's an amazing spot. I mean, when you go there, you're like, okay, well, I don't want to leave. So uh, I have places, you know, different retreats all around the world. And I'm also looking for new places. And another place that I'm going to be going next year for a retreat is Vancouver. I met some guys actually in Lima, Peru. And then I've been searching Vancouver. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like nature's paradise it's so beautiful up there speaking of vancouver that's actually where i'm from my home and native land and uh you know i haven't been back there in about a year now we left in december of last year and we've been nomadic since then but uh you're definitely a beautiful part of the world unfortunately you know in the winters it doesn't uh it doesn't uh you know it's not that great in the winters honestly because the clouds the rain you know but uh, the summer is amazing so uh, one big tip is definitely make sure you do it in the, the summer months, the May, June, July, August, September. Outside of that, you might be stuck in the rain. <laughs> I don't want to be stuck in the rain. So I would take your advice for sure. So uh, tell us about the logistics of planning a trip, uh, you know, in another country. Like how do you organize it in terms of the hotels, the sightseeing, especially if you haven't been there, you work with local tour operators, locals in that area. Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more of the logistical and uh, the organizational part of it. Yes, for stays, um, I usually I don't use hotels because, you know, I usually like to do more group stays. So what I do, I look for Airbnbs that have that eco-friendly, nomadic type of vibe and look to them, but they're going to sleep at least seven to ten people. I mean, for instance, if you're doing group, if you're doing solo travel, um, booking these places out will be kind of expensive because they range from $300 to $500 a night. But if you have groups, a group of people are seven or eight dollars, it brings the cost down significantly. Um, whenever I plan for trips, I usually take three to four months before I, you know, I launch the trip because it takes a lot of time finding like the most absolutely amazing place on Airbnb. Me and my partner being a host, we know exactly what type of place we're looking for. We try to only book places with people who are super hosts or people who have four or five star reviews because you will hate to get to a place and then your reservation is canceled by guests or something like by host or something like that so you don't want those things to happen to you so that's why it's really good to book with super hosts or people who just have phenomenal reviews um when it comes to planning out um the travel there i do work with some local tour guides i know when we're when we were in uh santiago i worked with some local tour guides when we we're doing horseback riding and things like that and um i just think that whenever somebody's planning these tracks of trip the apps that i use i use a lot of google docs and mind mapping so so I, like, I have an initial idea, say, for instance, if I'm going to Vancouver, I put Vancouver on a map, my map, and then I list, okay, what are the hiking places? Are there mountains? Are there rivers? Are there kayaking? 
What are the nature type experience that my guests would love to do? And then that's how I break it out. Then I break it out by the date, times, how much people are going to be, you know, how much the van's going to rent. Because another thing uh, is going to be a big cost is renting a big passenger van because I'm the person who's driving and making sure that you have adequate insurance that's going to cover your guests and also yourself in case anything happens. Because whenever you're in a country that's um, maybe not like the United States or Canada, where they have different type of driving laws, I think the hardest part, hardest place I've ever driven was in Bogota, Colombia. So fast paced. I mean, motorcycles are zooming by you. I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, so it's just saying you have to really think about those initial things and making sure that the people who are booking your trip are all going to get along because whenever you are having these trips, you're going to have seven or eight different types of personalities. So you're going to have to make sure that everybody's having a good time. Everybody's communicating and uh, getting along with each other. So I've never had any problem out of any of my trips because I set the expectation at the beginning. People know when you come to on my trips, it's going to be fun. It's going to be laughter. It's going to be great exploring, but we're all going to come together. And when you leave the trip, I want you to connect with people on Instagram and Facebook and become friends. So if you're in another city or something like that, then you can meet up and then you can keep the nomadic vibe, you know, going. Awesome. Some amazing tips there. I've been to Bogota as well, where it's definitely a pretty chaotic city. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. Bogota. Oh, man. It's, I love it, though. I, 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 it, when I first got there, I arrived in Bogota around 12 or 1 a.m., and I was like, oh, my when it When it comes nighttime, the whole city changes. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And when I went there, checked in the next day, drove around, got a feel of the city. And another interesting thing to the viewers about Bogota, Bogota has interesting driving laws. So the license plates are based off odd and even numbers. So if you're if there's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, if you have an odd or even number, you can't drive your car for a certain amount of time. So if you're in Bogota and you rent a car, you think you just drive freely, that's a no-no because you may get a ticket, citation. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually met up with some locals and then uh, the, they were going to meet me by car and they're like, okay, can we meet on Wednesday, not Tuesday? I was like, oh, why? Are you busy? And then they're like, no, because if they were actually outside of Bogota. They said, if you come into the city, there's all these restrictions between this time and this time and uh, you can get fined and you're going to pay fees. So, yeah, it's definitely, uh, I haven't seen that anywhere in the world. So, we unique way of controlling the traffic in the city. So, uh, you know, one of the other things that people, uh, you know, struggle with when they're traveling is the whole budgeting thing, the money side of things. So, I'd love to hear about your strategies of how you're able to travel in the cheap and how you do budget travel. You mentioned the amazing trip to New Zealand for only a couple hundred. Tell us about how you do these kind of trips and uh, how you budget for them. Yeah, so for instance, how I budget for trips, I look for trips that are glitch fares first. I see, uh, I go to secretflying.com. There's a great site that you should log in. If you're a nomadic traveler, you're thinking about traveling very soon, you know, go to Secret Flying because they always have some type of deals somewhere. If you really just have the knack for traveling, you don't know where you want to go, I would suggest people to go ahead and just book a trip and forget about it. That's my goal. Book it and forget about it. And then you know you're going to be going somewhere later in the future and you can plan and anticipate for that. Another way I book uh, find cheap travel is by joining Facebook groups. Um, I'm in a group called Nomadness and also I'm in a group called Black and Abroad. Um, it's just people posting like great, helpful travel tips, articles, and also fairs that you may not see anywhere. And another thing, whenever people see these glitch fairs, 
it's very important that you jump on the fare right then and there. Don't call your friend and ask them if they want to go because the ticket is going to be gone by the time you do that. So go ahead and book that right then. And then other apps that you can use are Mundo, 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 Mundo uh, Google Flights. There's a Hopper app. I love the Hopper app. I use it all the time. And one great thing about the Hopper app, it, it lets you save your flight details in, in the app, and it shows you if the price is going to increase or the price may decrease. So you can plan your travels around that. Um, also, there's Airfare Watchdog, which you can follow their Twitter account because they're always posting uh, deals every single day. And uh, what else? There would be... Um, I mean, just, just general, just finding just cheap flights. Uh, we're not just cheap flights. Kayak, uh, even though it's online by uh, some of the bigger airline companies, that's just for somebody who doesn't want to go through all those steps and download all those apps. Um, that's another site that people can use as well. But finding glitch fares. Uh, and also, my another favorite, I got to say this, skip lag. Skip lag is amazing. I mean, Getting on a plane, getting off. I know airlines hate it, but it's legal. They can't stop it. So I've used Skip Lag a lot to get to, for instance, to LA. So when I took my flight to New Zealand, the flight that cost $250, I used Skip Lag to find a flight from Atlanta to LA for about $79. So that would help. So the, the flight was from maybe to Las Vegas. Don't end up in Las Vegas and just walk off the plane and catch your other flight. Yeah, I definitely heard about that one. I haven't done it myself, but basically you're forfeiting the second part and you're saving tons of money by doing so. But I guess you can only do it when you have carry-on, right? Yeah, only do it when you have carry-on. That's right. Don't do it when you have check bags so you will never see your bags <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good, good advice there. Uh, so, if people wanted to connect with you, Will, uh, you know, to follow you on YouTube and maybe book one of your upcoming tours, tell us about uh, some of the tours you have upcoming. Uh, you know, uh, we're almost at the end of the year, but in 2018 and beyond. Yeah, so I uh, have a retreat in Vancouver. Um, going to one in Brazil, Bahia, Brazil. Um, going back to Chile. Um, Whenever, you know, I'm giving Puerto Rico, I have friends who live in Puerto Rico. I know this is not really the best time to go right now because of the recent Hurricane Maria, but going back to Calebra and Vieques for a camp out and also uh, going to South, having a, a retreat in South Africa and also Thailand. So I just basically gave everybody what I'm going to be doing next year, even though it's supposed to be a secret. So if they watch this video, they're going to know exactly where we're going for next year. So yeah, uh, camp out, camp out is a camping event. So if you like camping, being outdoors, sleeping under the stars, being by the ocean, that's perfect for those type of people. If you like to explore, hike, rainforest, jungles, nature healing retreat is for you. Um, and if you like like wine tasting, that's my trip called Tour to Georgia, where I'm going to start doing it in other states that have local vineyards as well. But I really had a great success here in Georgia because it sells out every single time. Awesome. Solid advice they will. So to uh, end off here, how can people connect with you? How can they book those trips and follow you on YouTube, yeah, so etc.? People can connect with me on my YouTube channel. Um, just search for Will Edmond or on Instagram. My name's W-I-L-L-E-D-M-O-N-D. -L -L -E on Facebook, Will Edmond or The uh, Adventures of Will. All my social media is the same thing, Will Edmond. Um, so you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, every social media platform I'm on.
There you go. And I'll have those links below so you can subscribe on YouTube and, you know, follow on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, etc. So, well, uh, thanks again for your time. Definitely some great tips and, uh, you know, all of these different resources and websites and apps. Uh, it was great to chat with you and to learn all about your travels, your tours, your YouTube yeah. channel and more. Thank you so much for finding me and inviting me onto the show. I really love what you're doing. I hope to meet you soon one day and also your family and everything. Definitely looking forward to connecting in real life, IRL. So thanks again, Will, and we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. And thanks, everyone, for watching this episode. Uh, make sure you connect with Will. Make sure you connect with us as well with daddyblogger.com as we travel around South America and beyond. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode where we teach you not only how to make money, but how to save money while traveling the world.